You're listening to the Ready or Not podcast with me, Mabel Golden, and I just wanted to preface this episode a little bit because um, I think when I recorded it, I was um, get, honestly getting quite emotional, and I just wanted to give you a bit of context as to why I was recording this episode about mental health and anxiety. Now, I'm someone that has always been very open online. I love sharing my life with you guys. It's something that I truly, truly enjoy. But over the past few months, I feel like I've kind of been skimming the surface and not giving you the full truth of it. And I really feel like over the past six months, I've got to a point where I can be a little bit more comfortable discussing this kind of thing. So in this episode, we're talking about, um, we're talking about my anxiety over the past six months. We're talking about better help and therapy. And it is a really vulnerable vulnerable place for me to be so I hope you enjoy this episode um, and let's get started. You're listening to the Ready or Not podcast with Mabel Golden and I'm a little bit nervous to do this episode and I kind of have been a bit nervous about it all week for some reason. Um, I don't usually get nervous about doing podcast episodes but I just think this is a little bit new for me and yeah so wish wish me luck with this one um I had a chat with my friends about it beforehand and I've actually got Connor here with me um behind the camera so I feel like I should be able to do this without getting too emotional um but let's get down to it I think it's so refreshing that I've noticed a lot of content creators mentioning their own experiences with therapy and mental health recently or maybe you know that thing where you kind of get to know something and then you see it everywhere maybe that's kind of happening with me but I really feel like everybody at the moment is truly making an extra effort to destigmatize talking about mental health and I do feel like this is way out of my comfort zone to be honest it's very it's just a vulnerable position for me which I wouldn't normally allow myself to be in so yeah I need to like think about how I can start this episode (laughs) I'm scared okay no I can do it I feel like I've actually done this episode specifically for the people that watch my YouTube channel because those people are so nice and supportive and lovely and I feel like I can tell you guys anything I actually can you know it's not like other social media channels I feel like YouTube is a place of support and you're only gonna spend your time spending 25-30 minutes of your day watching someone on YouTube if you actually care about them so this episode is for the people on YouTube. I've already warmed those people up with talking about my anxiety over the past few months or even over the past year or so. Yeah, it probably was over the past year. And I feel like this is something that's so just brushed over on other social media channels in contrast. We all know that people use Instagram and treat it as their highlights reel, rarely sharing anything real life or you know anything negative not that this is negative it's just truthful like I said those of you on YouTube will already be aware of this I have been feeling very anxious over the past year or so 
I would say since working for myself and going freelance, I have certainly put a lot of pressure on myself and put a lot, a very, a very high expectation on myself, which has led me to be feeling more and more anxious over the past year. Now that we're halfway through 2023 and I have six months of therapy, weekly therapy behind me, I do feel like I'm at a place where I'm feeling much more just comfortable with my anxiety, although I don't feel very comfortable right now because it's just unusual for me to talk about it. Oh, I'm finding this really difficult. Oh, if you're just listening to this, um, that's probably for the best because we're getting a bit teary over on the YouTube channel. <laughs> um, I, throughout last year, I put a lot of pressure on myself. I think I was suffering from busyness and it was self-inflicted busyness. I I'm sure if you could ask anybody that knows me, they would say that I love to be busy and that I thrive being busy. And although I do think that's true, I don't think it's a sustainable way to live. And I don't think that's aligned with me now. Last year, I had an amazing opportunity to grow my business um, an incredible amount. We hired three people last year. We took on some amazing projects working with amazing clients and I think I did need to explore that part of me just to just because that's what I wanted at the time and I don't regret it at all because it's exactly what I wanted I think I just didn't realize that I I think I just didn't understand the realities of what it would be like especially when I'm also trying to live the life of someone in their mid-20s that can travel the world and I you know loved this idea of being a digital nomad and I went all over the world last year which I had an amazing time doing but it was really I think it was when I was in America last year and that was actually the trip where I remember I I came up with the whole idea of this podcast. I remember it so well. I came up with an idea and the name and I was so excited to come up with this podcast. And I think I was just still running on this adrenaline and not truly feeling any of the anxiety because before I had a chance to feel anything, I would move on to the next project. I would move on to the next thing. And I really distracted myself with busyness and achieving things and experiencing things. And it was actually after a whole year of traveling and feeling quite overwhelmed, not unsurprisingly, that by the time me and Connor were remote working in Thailand, I felt completely overwhelmed and completely just, and, and just so anxious, honestly. And I think if you'd asked me five years ago, I think I wouldn't have understand understood anyone that had anxiety at all. I I truly didn't understand it. It was something that never crossed my mind. It was something that I found it quite mysterious. I didn't know anybody, nobody had told me what it was like. And I just think we don't, we didn't, I didn't understand it. That's what I'm trying to say. I think me five years ago could have understood something like depression because I knew what sadness was, but I didn't understand anxiety. I never understood why something could make you feel anxious if that makes sense 
And it was only, I would say last year and since starting my business that I actually got to understand the feeling and the overwhelm. And I, I remember just feeling quite annoyed as well because I'd worked so hard to get all these things to get this life where I could remote work and I and I did all this traveling and I you know I booked flights all over the world but then once I was there I felt like I couldn't truly enjoy it and I couldn't even enjoy myself and I couldn't enjoy my achievements in work because they were so overwhelming and I did feel so anxious so it was in November, late November or early December when I started using BetterHelp, which is an app where they partner you with a therapist. And it was such a good decision. I did some research beforehand about starting therapy and I half expected to not like my therapist at first. I kind of expected to try a few different therapists before I found one I liked but I think I immediately got matched with a specialist that was so perfect for my position and my anxieties and immediately I felt relief talking to her I just really felt she understood what I was saying even though the first couple of sessions were honestly so teary I think it took me a good seven or eight sessions before I could actually talk through without being super emotional I am naturally a very emotional person so I think that's even today why I'm finding this quite emotionally <laughs> overwhelming but that's okay that's just kind of just my natural state is that I'm very emotional anyway so I started doing these sessions remotely from Thailand and have continued them since moving back to Dubai and I truly truly just recommend it to anyone honestly I feel like it's been so beneficial for me and I'm gonna keep doing it forever honestly I actually mean that because it's so important to be able to sit with your feelings and think about them and not distract yourself with other things like experiences and whatever it is whatever your kind of unhealthy coping mechanisms are for me it's busyness and productivity and often toxic productivity distracting from any feelings of anxiety but to actually sit and get comfortable with being uncomfortable is so important and that actually leads me on to what I really wanted to just kind of make a point of in this episode which is just getting comfortable with not being perfect and not being not feeling like you have to be anything not not feeling like you have to be a certain way or not putting any expectation on yourself I think this is something that's so basic in its principle but something that has been such a major shift for me recently and in the past year that I really wanted to make an extra 
I really wanted to make a point of saying this to you on this podcast. Um, so I was recommended a book by my therapist called The Gifts of Imperfection. I really enjoyed reading this book and I think it's one that I'm going to reread a few times because it just gave me such an interesting perspective on allowing ourselves to be vulnerable, which I've realized isn't something I have done or still do often. And this even re recording this is already such a challenge for me and just a big step for me to allow myself to be really vulnerable. She talks about the vulnerability that you can share and and how that can enable us to allow other people to be vulnerable and feel their feelings and what connection that can bring. This really resonated with me because I feel like I've really made a point this year to share these feelings with my circle, my support network. And there was a time at the start of this year where me and all my closest friends hadn't seen each other for a while when I got back from Thailand actually and I remember we all just really opened up and really to, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you we all had a cry and we all were so vulnerable and I feel like I'll, I'll really remember that forever as one of the first times that we all really really allowed ourselves to be vulnerable and put ourselves in that position to allow others to feel what we're feeling that then got me thinking how else can I allow vulnerability into my life you know what power do I have for me now as an employer I want to lead by example and I want to have a culture that allows for vulnerability and human needs and not feeling like toxic productivity is the, the most important thing when in fact my and this is my word of the year um that I set my intention for in January it is self-compassion and it is listening to what you truly need and truly want and sometimes that isn't to in fact more often than not that isn't to work so so hard and distract yourself with all these different things and set these high goals for yourself when actually we need to be present and be enjoying the work that we're doing that's one small way that I'm trying to have an impact on my team and lead by just and lead with that connection and courage but it is difficult trust me it is really difficult even doing this episode, I think, has been the next step for me in this progress. I will need to save some of the things that I wanted to say for another episode because baby steps, okay? But I'm going to leave you with a few tools that have helped me that are incredibly simple that I learned from my therapist, my better help therapist, who is amazing, and maybe they will help you. I find that often when working for yourself or in so many jobs now where we're being pulled in a million different directions and we're needing, you know, to do so many tasks and complete so many tasks, we can become addicted to the feeling of accomplishment. And that is something that I definitely 
suffer from is being addicted to feeling like I've done things and feeling productive. Um, this is how our culture is, you know, making us feel at the moment with hustle culture. I would advise anyone that is feeling really overwhelmed to make a simple worry list. Think about what you actually should be worrying about today and what is needless to worry about. It sounds so simple, but getting everything down on paper truly was something that helped me so much in those first few weeks of starting my therapy journey and, you know, trying to get an understanding of my anxiety. Let's take a moment to just talk about being mindful and meditation. Now, I have tried to implement some small mindfulness and meditation practices into my life. It is nothing crazy, honestly. I, I, I kind of wish I was the person that meditated for an hour every morning, but I'm not. Sometimes I manage 10 minutes and I use an app called Headspace. It's so just easy to put on and take a few moments to just sit there and breathe instead of scrolling on TikTok or whatever it is when you first wake up. And I do feel like this has also had a positive impact. It does sound really basic and I know that pretty much everyone will probably give this advice, but I wanted to just add to that cliche and give the advice as well until, until you try it because I, I do think it has had a positive impact for me. There is so many mindfulness practices out there that I haven't mentioned. Journaling, um, gratitude journey, journaling, journaling and gratitude journaling are other common ones that I hear about let me know um, I would love to hear from you if you enjoyed this episode and let me know what you define as self-care and what really helps you I would love to hear from you um, if you are considering starting therapy I urge you to give it a try because it has it, it's one of the steps that I took for myself last year but it's and I took a lot of steps for myself last year. I did a lot of things and I achieved a lot of things, but it's truly one of the things that I'm most proud of because it felt like such a mountain at the time. And now it's just become part of my routine, part of my life. And although I still feel like I have work to do, I am proud that I've started. I think I was just extra nervous to do this episode as well because if it, I think there's always going to be people that think that talking about your feelings is quite attention seeking or that will roll their eyes at this and I've decided that I, I don't care if people do think about that because I know that the people those people that are following my journey and supporting me this is me being honest with them, giving an insight into my into my personal journey. And I'd love to know what you think. I hope you found it valuable. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.